Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's a call. Hey, BLP. I am currently coming back from your first tour show at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Um, this call is for hooligans that haven't already purchased their tickets. Y'all, th- that show was so good. It was so good. Um I I'm I knew it was going to be a blast, but I didn't think I would have that much fun. So, if you haven't bought your tickets already, shout out Dallas. Uh, go do that. Have fun. Uh, good for There you have it. Oh, my God. We didn't even pay for that. That was free. I know. That's what we call um, – wait, what do you call that? Earned Earned marketing. Remember that? Earned? Earned media. Thank you. God, that used to be like my full job. Earned media. That's earned media. That. Yeah. Earned media from the hooligans saying that they thought they would have a good time, but it was even better than they expected, which is cool. Incredible. Just incredible. Shout it out Dallas. We're going to be in Dallas. There are so many seats in Austin. <laughs> are there? <laughs> don't say <laughs> Don't say that. No, the problem with Dallas is that they put us in a really big theater. And I know. so we sold a perfectly reasonable amount of tickets. But the theater itself is just for Dallas. The theater itself is it's just feel very, very big. It's They'll shove feel us empty. to the front. They'll treat us all like people in the outfield when I go up to bat where they're in like. The outfield? They'll treat us like outfielders when I go up to bat when everyone's like, bring it in, bring it in. They'll bring everyone closer to the stage. It's just going to be a beautiful, perfect, intimate show. And you can also come see us in Austin where we added a second show because the first one sold out. So yeah, um, yeah. I think we're big in Texas again. We're big in Texas again. So buy tickets to weekly.us. You are currently listening to Who's There, a weekly call and show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Let's start with comments. Hey, Who Weekly. So I sort of hope you get a million calls about this, but the way I was trying to do the math, the calculus in my head about why Essence Magazine was interviewing Suki Waterhouse. And then I realized it's like the fashion-y essence. White women don't belong in Essence magazine. White women don't belong in Essence magazine. The reason I didn't think about the similarity between Essence and Essence, Essence and Essence, is that I didn't know how to say Essence until very recently. Well, I was saying since. I was saying (laughs) I said since. I thought it was like a sense. snake. I thought it was sense. sense. 
I didn't know. I mean, you really you do have to have vaguely a shopping addiction to know what sense is. You know what I mean? Like you have to be in the realm of shopping addiction. But I have read many a great article and essay from the website sense you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think people were confused people were confused i also responded in the comments to someone like oh no it wasn't essence magazine it was sense right right it wasn't essence fest like the girls trip girlies and girls trip when they go to essence fest they were all there to see Suki waterhouse <laughs> like do i think taylor swift would have taylor swift would have given a quote to essence magazine sure would they have done like a cover story in Suki waterhouse i don't think so I don't think you know so. that's maybe no. the difference Even if Taylor Swift is our dearest friend, we're all equally surprised at the length and substance of the block quote that she gave to Sense. To Sense. About Sookie Waterhouse. Taylor Swift made time for Sookie Waterhouse and Sense. And I think that's amazing. (laughs) Tree let that Tree had enough foresight to let that through to the next level, which is even asking Taylor. Well, Tree thought it was essence. (laughs) Tree didn't realize it was sense. She was like, Essence, iconic. Sense. I just yeah. want to know. I think they're gearing up because Suki is on tour as well, just like us uh-huh. and Taylor. Uh-huh. Maybe there'll be like some sort of uh, overlap with them, perhaps. Maybe an opening situation S-Suki in the UK. performing at Eras because she keeps adding dates to Eras. She can well, always and add she's, dates. Has she gone to the UK yet? Taylor? No, I don't think so. So I think no. maybe there's some sort of, you know, she always, she loves her openers. Maybe they're like getting ready to add her to the, the roster. Yeah. The roster. Now I sound like a snake with a shopping problem. She gets to the UK next summer. This is Great. so crazy. I know. Can you believe that Taylor Swift is on tour for two years? It's like we can't even be on tour for like three months without like losing it. I, I'm really upset. I just, I'm laughing. <laughs> um, my brother also got catfished by someone pretending to be Bill Bow Wow. Technically, it was his manager, but my brother has a brewery, and he named, I can't even tell you which who basketball player, but he named a, a beer after a basketball player, and then someone contacted their random-ass brewery, pretending to be Bow Wow's manager, saying that they would do a promo spawn for free on Instagram if they sent them, like, a 12-pack or something, which, it's like... You know, fancy beer, so that was like a twelve pack's expensive, but whatever. The point is, they like kind of thought that like, well, maybe Bow is their demographic, but and they thought, well, it's probably fake. But on the off chance that like they could get someone to promote their beer on Instagram, they're like, sure, why not? But anyway, I just think it's funny that someone's pretending to be a little Bow Wow to get like free 12 pack of craft beer and it was in 2021 like the other one so i want to believe this person's just scamming for whatever they wanted you know whether it's money or some beer from several states away because they had to ship it from pennsylvania to atlanta anyway thanks love get the philly show crunch crunch would you believe that lil bawa would reach out for a free pack of 12 beers <laughs> from a random brewery I don't think I would, but it seems like there are people who would. It's like the perfect, I guess the the evidence of this call is that he's like right, he's right there. He's a very recognizable who. What do you mean right there? Where is he? He's right there at the level of like, mm, the alarm bells are ringing, but you're still sort of like 
maybe it is possible. There's a slim chance that this could be Bow Wow emailing me. There's a slim chance that it could be Bow Wow DMing me. There is no one who is going to DM you for free promo for a 12-pack of beer. Like, I just don't think that that is going to be ever a thing that turns out to be real. But what if it is? No, That's but what it's I'm saying. not. I'm just saying it's What not. if it is? No, I'm actually very comfortable in saying it's 100% not going to be the person ever. Is he? Is it the fact that he's like approaching people who are exactly the right age to be like no. emotionally tethered to him? Or is it just no. like Bow Wow is just the right level of celebrity? I just think that people are a little dim sometimes and it's not ever going to be Bow Wow. And I'm just saying that for future reference to anyone who is maybe faced with this issue again. It's never going to be Bow Wow. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Long term, long time. Um, I'm just calling because I just, Robin Malik has definitely done the cha-cha slide. We went to the same college, not at the same time, but the same college in um, Southern Indiana and there's no way he's not done the cha-cha slide. I just had to get that off my chest. Um, crunch, crunch, me inside. Bye. Um, I don't think so. No. Lindsay, he went to college in Indiana. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of people went to need? college. A lot of people went to college. What more proof do you need that he did the cha-cha slide than the fact that he went to college in Indiana? <laughs> the only proof did you see that there was a video of january jones like doing the cha-cha slide that was like going around on instagram i i didn't see that but i can believe that january jones has done every single dance every possible dance well, yeah now we're all gonna be doing the cha-cha slide in memoriam because really actually quite tragically the guy who wrote the cha-cha slide died this week yeah. So sad and very young. And like now all the celebrities are going to be getting out there and doing the memorial cha-cha slide hi lindsay bobby to me just wanted to call in because the creator of the Cha-Cha Slide, DJ Casper, died, um, which is really sad. Um, but, yeah, figured you guys might want to pay respects to um, the creator of such an iconic song that brought a lot of people together and continues to bring a lot of people together. Okay. Crunch, crunch. Everyone should be doing the Cha-Cha Slide in memory of DJ Casper. It's, it's actually incredibly sad. We got so many calls from people who like could not believe that he just died. But yeah, he was only 58. Everyone should be doing the Cha-Cha Slide this next week. Just do the Cha-Cha Slide, you know? Just get out there and do the Cha-Cha Slide. Hey, BLT. Um, I'm actually scrolling on Twitter right now. I just finished catching up on one of your older episodes, like older than like three weeks ago. But anyway, um, I kind of am obsessed with the fact that Jeremy Allen White keeps calling the paparazzi on himself. First it was so people could see him like jogging through the park shirtless. Then it was to see him do like push-ups in the street on the hot pavement in LA. And everyone was like, he looks sunburned. He needs to stop doing what he's doing. Now he's like staging paparazzi photos of him kissing Ashley Moore. Um, this compared to like what AO is doing it's it's kind of it's wild the dichotomy of it and and I don't know it's just weird that he keeps doing this anyway um me and Grace bye I don't think it's fair to compare them because they're both like starring on the same show I think they are in very different circumstances celebrity wise like she is a brand new 
famous breakout who is has her personal life has nothing to do with her talent that people are seeing and enjoying and her kind of fashion run which is seems very fun the personal life comes later yeah his is like a whole different version of mess i mean he's been famous for a long time he's recently separated he like it's a he all he's a guy it's a totally different thing i think so i don't know if i would ever compare them and i don't think that it makes sense to compare them at all it's a totally different thing but it is funny that happening right next to each other is like io on the cover of hollywood reporter looking glam and like drinking cappuccino and he's like making out with some girly on the street but as someone who doesn't even watch the bear like that wouldn't even touch you you have to be so bear coded to like know and obsessed to like notice that there's even them next to each other doing anything because they really aren't next to each other like and I do notice and it is kind of funny that whenever she's like the bear my friends from the bear she's like not talking about him like he is kind of doing his own thing right like he's kind of having his own like spiraling breakout celebrity moment that I think would make anyone a little bit psychotic and Mm -hmm. is like working his nerves in its own way and you can kind of tell and like why is he calling the paparazzi to watch him work out and why is he you know spotted kissing model like on the street like on the sidewalk you know what I mean just very much like performance piece he was photographed at the pickets which I think is normal like there are going to be photographers there that no one is calling and they're and it's good because Mm -hmm. they know they're going to see celebrities and they do and they get pressed for you know striking and that's great right he was spotted there in his little tank top and he looked good and people were like oh jeremy allen white like Mm -hmm. looking sexy in a tank top but then like later he was like spotted again and again like running runyon canyon or whatever you do in la i don't know like with his tank top tan you know like looking crispy you know doing push-ups then Wait, he's- sorry i have to tell you he reminds me of this guy sorry that um we were at a bar in the rockaways and he kind of walked in and he was really he was sunburned i'm sorry he was sunburned and we all kind of and i we all kind of noticed separately but no one like talked about it like why would i be like oh that guy he's sunburned and he sits down kind of not across from us but like on benches that are like facing us mm-hmm. and he turns to us and he goes i know i'm sunburned <laughs> I was like, like, okay. It was just, like, it was just very, like. I feel like I did that to you. Like, you got, like, really sunburned. Wasn't it last summer? And, like. Yeah. Like, you entered a room and it's just sort of, like, do you say anything? I know. Like, there's no way you don't know that you're sunburned. Because you don't want to hear, like, oh, someone's, like, a little (laughs) sunburned. You're, like, I know. I feel the heat from within. I'm very say, itchy. This hurts. I've only gotten sunburnt once this summer, and it wasn't it wasn't even a big burn. It was like a little burn. Good, good, good. That's good to Anyways, hear. Anyways, sorry, I did I did interrupt you with my story about the sunburnt man. Oh no, that's a good that's a good story because this guy he men, was very sunburnt. When they get sunburnt all the time. Yeah, he got, he was sunburnt. He looked great though. Yeah, he just he looked sunburnt. sunburnt. Yeah. But after calling the pops on. Him doing push-ups and him running and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. He clearly called yeah. Backgrid and was like, hey, I'm going to make out with my new girlfriend, Ashley Moore, yeah, on the street really yeah. hard. And I'll like linger so you can get as many photos as you want. And they did. And beyond that, someone, someone, I don't know. How, I don't really know how this works. I'd love to know someone, how this works. Someone, someone 
called Us Weekly and said, I'll give you an exclusive on Jeremy Ellen White and Ashley Moore's new romance. And Us Weekly said, I'm listening. We have my I have my steno pad out. I'm ready to take your quote. And the quote is, Jeremy and Ashley aren't putting any labels on their relationship, but they're hooking up as often as they can and are totally smitten. They're hooking up as often as they can. Oh God, it's as often so as crazy. They can. Okay, as often as they can. You love that. You love a source quote you haven't heard before. And then how did they describe the chemistry? Off the charts. It's quote off I mean, the charts. It is Who sexy. Are these I saw photos psychos? of them. I saw photos of them making out and I was like, hot. But I it was funny because a week before and I'm not sure why I'm as like invested in Jeremy Allen White's uh personal life as I sometimes feel I am, but he was at a, I guess he he has kids, right? So he was at yeah, like his, a kid event with his ex, yeah. and they and of course page six like caught them like embracing, like hugging, and like you know like how are you and da 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 and blah blah blah. And the description is like sexy. Can I read it to you? Yes, please. The strange couple were seen in photos obtained by page six holding each other at their four year old daughter Ezer's match in Los Angeles Tuesday. White, wearing a white t shirt and green shorts, wrapped his arms around the lifelike actress as she pressed her body against his. Later in the parking lot, the pair exchanged a side hug as the bear star kissed the side of his ex's head and brought her in closer. Are you turned on? Like that? <laughs> is kind of a sexy write-up. Like, they are getting at something that I also, of course, was like, I was immediately like, they're getting back together. They're, they're getting back together. They're getting back together. They're getting back together. No, and then like three days later, he's photographed making out with Ashley Moore, who I was an actress model. slash model. I would say she's a model slash actress. She's a model. She was a model first. Rude. Model first, yeah. transition to acting. The number one thing on her IMDb is pop star never stop popping. She was Sarah, personal assistant, and pop star never stop popping. <laughs> no, but close number two is that she famously is in the Drake Hold On We're Going Home music video, which was like Drake's attempt at doing like a short movie. I remember it came mm-hmm. out on Vimeo at first, which is like telling yeah. you what year it came out. And she is the main girly who gets kidnapped, kidnapped and then rescued by Drake in the video. A lot of guns in that video. A lot of it's like a very violent video, kind of. No, it's a very hugely heat. violent video. And also the song as I was rewatching it, doesn't quite match the video. You know what yeah. I mean? I guess like he is getting her to take soft. her home. It's a very soft song. Like the song like kind of plays and there's gunshots over it and you're like, this is not meant for this song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Drake just wanted to have like a superhero moment. He's really giving Bruce Willis in this music video. Mm-hmm. She allegedly, she allegedly, when you go to her dating history like websites, she allegedly dated Justin Bieber for a moment. A hot minute in 2015. There are like actual photos of them like smooching a little bit, but it's unclear like how long they actually did date. Sure. Because he started dating Haley not long after that. And beyond Pop Star Never Stop Poppin', she was a lead in the Amazon Prime show I Know What You Did Last Summer, which I never watched. Oh, she was? Yeah, she was one of the main teens, God, one of the main out. cast members of I Know What You Did Last Summer, which. Wait, that show came out already? Yeah, wow. which I was sort of excited about when I saw the trailer, and then I never thought about it again. Well, nothing, never it didn't really. thought about it again. <laughs> nothing really happened. Like, no one ever talked about it. I kind of forgot that it even came out. That's depressing. And I like, I know what you did last summer. And Haitian, that movie, why are you coming around my house? Why do you won't talk to my brother? I would say that I did like it, but it's not really as good as you think it's going to be when you rewatch it. Oh, no, no. it's It's in that category of way more fun when you're 13 or 15 or whatever but it did give us the sequel when brandy is in the sequel and it also gave us um <laughs> jennifer love hewitt screaming in the rain um 
that line. Oh, what are you waiting for, huh? Yeah. What are you waiting for, comma, huh? What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Yeah, that's a classic. Everyone knows that one and everyone says it all the time. Speaking of the Norwoods, I was watching, rewatching Mars the, wait, Attacks. The what? The, the Norwoods? What's the Norwoods? Brandy, oh, Brandy. Norwood. <laughs> Sorry. As in Brandy and Ray J. Yes, the Norwoods. I was rewatching Mars Attacks. You know who's in Mars Attacks as the child of Pam Greer? Ray J. And I was like, yeah. is that Ray J? Have I never noticed that that's Ray J in Mars Attacks? But it's Ray J in Mars Attacks. Yeah. Wow. I think you have to watch Mars Attacks like 45 times to notice like Before that you notice the Ray kid J. is Ray J. Right. Yeah, the There's a lot of things going on in that movie. Not that Ray J isn't noticeable, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? What do you think about this relationship between Jeremy Allen White and Ashley Moore? Is this going to last or is this a blip just to get some good press? The photos of them kissing on the sidewalk tell me that this is a kind of flaunting a, a hookup that is not going to last. That's not and I think last. he is trying to, he's scrambling. I'm not sure what he's really scrambling for, but it feels like scrambling. Mm-hmm. You know, don't forget his ex has powerful friends. I mean, mm-hmm. and is her best friend is Dakota Johnson. Okay, yeah. okay. You don't, you don't want to get on the bad side of anyone who was in within striking distance of Dakota Johnson. She <laughs> you will know, take you literal, down. <laughs> literal striking distance, like little yeah. signs, like holding signs. Yeah. You know who else is good friends with Dakota Johnson? Is uh, according to a Vanity Fair cover story, Riley Keough, Elvis's granddaughter. Oh yeah, that's a great profile, by the way. I'm just saying, yeah, so I'm just saying somebody's connected. You got all the way to the Elvis. The more I'm thinking about this, also I noticed Jeremy Allen White's 24 on the star meter. Ashley Moore's 32,391. <laughs> That's the, rude. It's That's just a really so funny rude. little disparity. That's so there. rude for you, bringing up the star meter. But, but, so rude. but hey, What's we got an IO? IG Pro login. Uh, IO's probably in the hundreds. Let's see. Let's see. Get, no, guess before you. Guess what I bet IO, IO is, is I bet IO is uh, 110. I would say 220. I would say 220. 220. We'll go prices right rolls. Oh my God. She's in double digits. Want to guess again? Shut up. You Double won. digits, Io. What number do you think? Okay. Mm, 37. 81. <gasps> oh, I went too far this time to make up for going too high. Okay. That's awesome. And you know what? When the bear came out, she was 33. Yeah, of course. When you're in a hot show, you definitely, you crack the 50s easily. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting yes it is um what was i gonna say one more thing though i once again think in the same way the lakeith stanfield like weirdo people exclusive things were about like getting around the strike i think we're seeing more of these weird paparazzi moments because what else can the actors do but they're not promoting anything so i don't think this is as specific as that like that he's promoting the bear mansion no he's not the bear is long over to be promoted the bear season two came out weeks oh it came out weeks ago no i think that it's all connected because he would definitely still be doing he would definitely still be doing press no he wouldn't i was doing press right now no, she's not. She just is on the cover of Hollywood Reporter. She's doing press. She's doing press for her new movie coming out with What's-Her-Face. It's ridiculous that you think that it's not a little bit connected. I just don't. I just don't. I think that the celebrities are flailing and they want attention and they know that they can't get it on norm- in normal ways. So they're like, well, I'm going to have to make it with my girlfriend in front of the whatever. Okay, that's totally different than doing press for the bear, which I don't think he's doing. Is he looking to get attention and doing all random shit? Of course. They always are. This IO cover was very clearly, because every profile does this now, it's like, this was conducted before the strike. This was conducted before the strike. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. So was the 
uh, Riley. I mean, every single thing that's coming out now. So it was the Sydney Sweeney. You know, it's like everything mm-hmm. has to have an aside. But guess what? Eventually, they can't fudge that truth anymore. No. They can't stretch that. Oh, calls about this interview happened three weeks ago. It's like even if that is true, which I think a lot of these are true because calls do start long months ago for big cover stories eventually you can't it's not going to be believable eventually you're not going to be able to do shit yeah and the only thing you're going to be able to do is call the pops and do something crazy in front of the camera and guess who's not going to scab journalists you know like they're not so they're not going to like believe you when you're like we can just say that we started talking like a month ago it's like no we're Mm -hmm. not doing that eyes emoji eyes emoji eyes emoji good luck to everyone good luck to everyone next call Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week? And from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts. And I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I'm a new listener. I've been really enjoying your stuff. Uh, have a question for you. Given these recent breakups, uh, especially regarding Rosalia and Raul, what do you all think, or have you all heard about the Rosé curse, Rosé from Blackpink? Um, there is a theory that whenever she takes a photo with someone, they end up breaking They end up breaking up with their significant other. So I just want to know what your thoughts were on this. If you look up Rosé curse, uh, you'll see that like she took a picture with Lawrence Pugh, and then her and Zach Braff broke up. Um, I think she also had a picture with one of the Jenners. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Poor Rosé. Um, Alrighty, thanks. Lindsay, I love nothing more than a new curse, but I have to say, Rosé from Blackpink is pretty famous at this point and is going to a lot of American 
like press events. So she's taking photos with a lot of people. So the likelihood of them breaking up after she takes a photo with them is relatively high because she's going to a lot because of events very, and being photographed famous. with a lot of people. Like that's yes. I would say if it was like there were less photos of her being taken generally, sure. But like this girly is like going to every event. So how is this not gonna happen? And there's been so many breakups. That's exactly what I thought, right? Blackpink, huge group. Huge group. Rose, huge celebrity. And getting more famous. But also just doing a lot of press. Yeah, spotted everywhere. Because I had the exact same thought as you, Lindsay. And I started doing a little Googling and just like picking random famous women and seeing if they were photographed with all these other people. It's really hard to find people who've been photographed with Bella Porch, Florence Pugh, Halsey, and Taylor Swift. There are enough people in this list where it's like, wait, it is actually hard to find photos of people with like Dominic Fike and Bella Porch. Question. Hmm. Are these photos happening at the right times, though? Are these these aren't old photos that are being applied? Like these are photos that happened before the breakup. They're all photos that happened before the breakups. Yes. So this is the curse first started when supermodel Gigi Hadid posted a photo with Rosé at the Met Gala in 2021 and then announced her split from Zayn Malik a few (laughs) weeks later. Okay, well, there was a lot of people at the Met Gala, so that is not that convincing. I was trying to approach this like scientifically and say like, this is actually ridiculous. I know. It's it's a little hard, at least for my love quick experience, theory, to okay, find photos ass. with all I of know. these people in the past two years. Sure, it's sure, sure. Hard. Next up was actress Flo Pugh, who posed with a picture with Rosé at an event. A few days later, the news of her breakup with Zach Braff surfaced, leading some fans to once again point the finger at the curse. To be fair, they probably were breaking up for a while. At the, anyway, right. Okay, right, so right, the photo, right. whatever. Then we had Kendall Jenner. So what, who did Kendall Jenner break up with? Uh, Devin Booker. Then we have Taylor Swift. And Sabrina mm-hmm. Carpenter, who I don't yeah. know. Did I'm she also break you, up? Like, Sabrina Car- yeah, Sabrina Carpenter dated Shawn Mendes briefly. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Okay. Very briefly. Oh, come on. Taylor Swift. Okay, eventually. I guess this, this mm-hmm. is long before she broke up, though. I can tell what era Taylor Swift was in here. Being in a photo with Bella Porch is rare. Being in a photo with Sabrina Carpenter yes. and all of these people, rare. But, I, Bella Porch doesn't get photographed much. Bella Porch is the person who really took this over the edge for me. I just think that Rosé is being photographed with a lot of people, so you could arguably say that a lot of those people are going to have breakups. Like, yeah. she, her, yeah. her scope of photographs with people is extremely high. Let's say the opposite is uh, Beyonce. Like, Beyonce isn't photographed with that many famous people because she's not going to that many events. She's not really, like, taking pics with people. Rosé is taking pics with, like, every single person therefore i find that more like yes the likelihood it's a factor of her rising celebrity internationally like i understand that but still it's funny to see but in terms of like i feel like this is one of the better curses i've seen like the becky g (laughs) curse is like not a very nice one to becky g like it's just Mm -hmm. more about her being a flop this one is about like rose being like a harbinger of doom to your relationship (laughs) which is like not bad and doesn't reflect poorly on her just is kind of funny and random you know yeah like it's not like the it's it's a curse but it's like she's powerful and puts the curse on you which i find like kind of charming and it's not no one's like out you know it's not really like a slanderous kind of no it's fun but you do have rose as like being right in the middle of successful singer and model you know means that she's going to a lot of very a-listy events like she's been on the cover of many vogues 
and she's still releasing music. So I agree. And like the rose curse is on like know your meme, you know, like it <laughs> is more of like an internet thing than it is really a real thing at this point. Yeah. Did you see Carly? Did you see Timmy's text? That like Carly Claus was like sitting like up in the rafters or whatever. Timmy Rudley being like very funny that Carly was in the 200s. <laughs> That's like, so she like bought her own seat. Is that what that means? She wasn't in the VIP. I don't know what it means. It's so bizarre that Carly Claus was way up there. Or was she not offered VIPs or something because of bad blood? That's where I'd like to go, but I think that's crazy. Because like, what are the every every celebrity is getting VIP? Like, did you look? Did you look this up? Like, what are the Gaylers saying? The stands are saying things like, "Notice how she's not in the VIP tent. You are nobody, Ms. Lipless." They're being very (gasps) mean to her. No, I don't like that. I don't like her, but I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Okay. I just feel it feels very weird because like, you know, anyone who's remotely famous can get into the VIP tent. So there's got to be a reason why she didn't. Did you see P.T. Anderson in the VIP tent? Sure did. I heard he was like on his he like he watched Heim and then he went on his phone. <laughs> he there for Heim. I'm here for the openers, actually. There's something deeply dark about. I know that a lot of the celebrities actually do like Taylor Swift and they want to go. But like it really makes it clear to me that so much of your personal life when you were a celebrity is planned by like your people you know it's like oh we got you you on this we got you on this it just seems so bleak to me sure but it also speaks to like if any celebrity has children like the taylor swift ticket is like the biggest flex you could possibly create for that like that to me feels if you have kids and you're Mm -hmm. famous then you're just gonna be there and it's gonna be like a little bit like random that you're there but then the minute the minute i see your kids i'm like okay well you're literally just like that's exactly why you know yeah Yeah. just so funny that this tour is going to go on for many more years and we're just going to keep seeing these photos once it leaves the u.s though we're going to get less of a kind of there's gonna be less kind of uh, loudness loudness but then it's going to come back I know it's. I can't. It's enough. It's gonna return. Oh my god. Okay. I just am like my entire TikTok algorithm. Like it just needs to. Well, LA has been crazy. It it needs to leave LA. It needs to leave LA. It will. It It needs to leave LA. It will. It will. Thank God we're not competing with the Taylor Swift concert. (laughs) I mean, we competed with Beyonce, but I just uh, I'm nervous. (laughs) Okay. Next call. It's like when we competed with Betty Who. I know. Kim Petras. Guess what? We lost. Wayne Brady, people exclusive. Wayne Brady comes out as pansexual. That's a gay right if I've ever heard one. I guess my question is, Wayne Brady, who are them? Because he is on TV every single day. I feel like he's a household name. But you're the experts. Okay, crunch, crunch. Being on TV every day does not uh, them make. It helps, though. Because, like, my millennial ass, who loved this show more than anything, like everyone did at the time, don't lie and say you didn't watch Who's Lines in anyway. You did and you no, lived for it. we all loved it. It literally, like, changed. It. it literally created UCB. You know what I mean? This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. This is the funniest thing I will ever see in my life. Wayne Brady is the funniest man who's ever walked the planet. Like, it, 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 there was nothing like that, right? Those were the glory <laughs> days. Those was, that I was, like, life. I love you calling it revolutionary. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. It was just me watching it being like, this is phenomenal. There is nothing like this. There is nothing like this on TV. This is phenomenal, okay? Okay, but Wayne Brady also, like, made his mark in other ways. I mean, he kind of became the culture. And then, like, 
definitely did a bunch yeah. of other stuff because he can sing and dance and do and be funny. Well, that was his whole thing. It was like you're Love funny him. and you can dance and you can sing. Oh, yeah. and you do improv. Right. Oh my right. god, he and did Broadway. Improv. He was in Kinky Booth. I right. think that Wayne Brady is a them for those reasons. But I would have been maybe god. until this caller pointed out the fact that yes, he's still on TV every day. I would have been like, maybe that's my millennial brain talking. Maybe he's not a them. Maybe he's not. I think he is. I think he is. I mean, I kind of don't think he's a them i don't know i just feel like if kids were like watching whose line i'd be like okay but that's just not a show that i feel like is and he doesn't even have kind of a not to be rude but like what is his like other than that does he have like a movie role that everybody references or like a bit like oh no heavens no but (laughs) he's he was that guy who's been on he popped up in every show and still does every show that's a comedy on no it's true he He pops up and he's like hello hello he's still doing it he he angelina all over tv wait he just popped up in like an episode of black lady sketch show too like he pops up to this day remember he won mass singer he won mass singer okay i understand But, but that even says it all he was on Mass Singer and he won Mass Singer. Well, you know who else won Mass Singer? Jewel. Yeah, well, you can be a them and win Mass Singer. <laughs> I think that this pansexual story was such a big deal. I, I kept hearing about this. I think people reacted to this in a very themy way. Millennials went absolutely bonkers crazy. You know, and he told people. He said people. He called up people and he said, "I'm pansexual. Publish it." I'm pansexual. I mean, because he's been wearing a fedora for a long time. So people were always like, what's the deal? But, you know, politely, 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 politely. The fedora was giving straight and his energy was giving interesting. His energy was giving. Oh, I didn't think you thought the fedora, you thought the fedora was giving straight. Okay. Oh, I think fedora gives straight. Not on Wayne Brady. It doesn't. I don't think. No. I mean, I just was like, okay. Like, I think people were just like, love, delighted, delighted, delighted. Yeah. Yeah. Because he came out in a way that wasn't like late in life public coming out stories usually are preceded by some sort of like personal implosion, right? Like I'm going to blow up my marriage. I'm going to leave my husband. I'm going to like kind of blow up my life, but in a way that's very positive. Right. This was kind of just like he already has an ex-wife and kid. Like he's not, he didn't break up with anyone. He just like is single and was like, you know what? I'm pansexual, you know? It seemed like it was a tumult-free coming out story, which I think was also kind of nice because it made it easier to be like, oh, yay, because there doesn't seem to be any darkness here, you know, like. There just doesn't. He's like, I'm pansexual. And then they were like, what do you mean by pansexual? And he goes, <laughs> bisexual with an open mind. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> His ex-wife was the first person Brady came out to. I just said, great, as I knew coming out would help him be happier. Uh, his daughter's response was, okay. And then she smiled. <laughs> okay, with a shrug. Everybody Whatever. was kind of like, okay, dad. You know what I mean? That's fine. Listen, wait. Brady, Male, Takeda, along with Takeda's partner, Jason Fordham, are filming a reality series about their blended family set to premiere on Hulu next year. Yep. Yep. Wait. Wayne Brady is co-parenting his ex-wife's new kid, FYI. Yeah. And they all live together. It's like, look at our big modern family. Yeah. God, that is a huge reality TV slay, unfortunately. God. I think this was kind of the underreported piece of this puzzle. Like, yeah. I think people were very rightfully like, oh, cool. Good for him. Yay. We love Wayne it's Brady. It's not random at all. But it's not well, random. Exactly. It feels he's less saying, random. He's doing a little table setting for what is, I'm assuming, going to be a 
a successful Hulu show. Like I, I don't know Hulu reality shows, the D'Amelios, the Kardashians, they end up getting watched. Like they do affect the culture in a way that maybe a TLC family reality show doesn't. Oh, people are gonna watch it. I like that he he really like thought about Pan versus Bi because listen, he said. In doing my research with both myself and just the world, I couldn't say if I was bisexual because I had to really see what that was, especially because I have really not gotten a chance to act on anything. So I came up with pansexual because to me, pan means able to be attracted to anyone who identifies as gay, straight, bi, transsexual, or non-binary, being able to be attracted across the board. And I think at least for me right now, that is the proper place. I took pan to mean that I not only can be attracted to any of those people or types physically, but I could also be attracted to the person that is there. That's like nice. He was like, mm-hmm. I could be bisexual, but I actually don't really know yet what I'm looking for. So I'm mm-hmm. going to be pan. Bisexual sounds a little too restrictive. No, I love that. I mean, he, that, like, go big. Go big or go mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And as the caller said, he's on TV all the time. He hosts Let's Make a Deal, a show I do not watch. <laughs> a show I do not watch. Do I believe it's watched? Yes. Yeah. It's Is it Price is Right? Is it Wheel of Fortune? Is it Jeopardy? No, but it's right below those, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's make a deal. Guess I'm on USTVdatabase.com. How many people watch Let's Make a Deal daily on television, on CBS? Daily. I think this might change your tune. How many? Over 2 million people watch it every day. That's crazy. Really? Come on. Come on. Yes. Wow. That's Jesus. huge. That's wow. huge. That's you know a many lot. people watch Young Sheldon? 3 million. And Young Sheldon's one of the biggest shows in the country. I know. Well, also, do you know how many people watch, you know, Euphoria too? <laughs> right, right, right. Wayne Brady visits Disneyland with his daughter, Miley, after coming out as pansexual. The star Good. was spotted interacting with park characters and strolling around. I'm sorry, interacting with the park characters right after coming out as pansexual. I'm like, don't put those next to each other. We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it. Interacting. We don't, we don't need it. We don't need it. It's funny. You thought Fedora gave queer. I don't I thought know. Fedora oh, yeah. gave straight. It's like I very know. Frank Sinatra. It's very like milady. You know, like I thought. Pen, I thought Fedora would give milady to you. But also, you know, like when we show in our show when we talk about what's his face from High School Musical, it's like he's wearing a fedora in that pic, and I'm like, okay, like high school wearing a fedora, kind of gay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, he did come out <laughs> as gay, Ryan. The character Ryan from High School Musical, the musical, the series. High School, the musical, the musical, the series. Wayne and the group enjoyed the summer weather as they headed to Star Wars Galaxy Edge, where the actor was spotted interacting with some of the franchise's characters, including Kylo Ren and a stormtrooper. Okay, sorry. I'm just obsessed with them being like reporting on who he interacted with at Disneyland. It's so, I love him. It's so funny. It's so funny doing bits with Kylo Ren, fake Kylo Ren. And then he released a TikTok that he cross-posted yeah, on Instagram, and he said, It's scary as hell to say it out loud, but there it is. The people I admire most are the ones brave enough to be themselves unapologetically. This shouldn't shake anyone's world. But if it bothers you at all, that's your business. I was so afraid of having my manhood questioned, but screw that. A real man in my eyes isn't afraid to be honest and happy. From now yes. on, I'll be right. over here living my best life. I love you. And then his whole family is tagged. That's so nice. Coming soon to Hulu. The show's going to have the best title, too. It's going to be like... <gasps> the Brady Bunch. Brady's Bunch. It's going to be called Brady's Bunch. Brady's Bunch. It's going to be called Brady's Bunch. And if it's not called Brady's Bunch, you fucked up. You shit the bed. It's called Brady's Bunch. Brady's Bunch. Oh, my God. It's called Brady's Bunch. Brady's Bunch. I swear to God. You swear to God. We said it on wax, okay? It's Brady's Bunch. Next call. I want to be famous. 
it was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses. I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jacket sweaters and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. 
Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want, and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hi, Who Weekly. I just saw this headline in the LA Times. Selling Sunset Star evicting rent-controlled tenants whose landlords set fire to their homes. Reality television personalities Tarek and Heather El Musa are evicting rent-controlled tenants to build new apartments. Tenants say they're owed more because their landlord committed arson. Uh, please tell us everything. Uh, this seems like a wild story about people who do not sound very nice. All right. Crunch, crunch. Women don't belong in balloons. But what the hell happened here? This is fucked up in ways that are so complicated and involve like real estate laws that I barely understand it. The LA Times reporting on this is obviously because it's local news there, like is obviously the best stuff. But let's leave Tarek out of it for one second. There's this North Hollywood apartment complex right now. And a lot of people who live there are under rent control laws, right? They're paying like $800 for a unit they lived in for 40 years or whatever. Yes. Right? Yes. They had horrible landlords, right? The, the current property owner recently got in trouble like in federal court, I'm going to quote this, for hiring someone to set fire to the vacant units, an arson that, quote, tenants say was part of a years-long illegal harassment campaign to force them to leave. The property owner wanted people out of there so that he could sell it to a developer, essentially. That's how I'm reading it, right? So that they could use this very valuable land, build more units on it, and make more money on it, right? A couple of weeks ago, Tarek El Musa posts this video. I'll play the clip. Well, I'm right here in North Hollywood, California. I was just checking out the news project for TEM Capital. And uh, man, I'm just so excited about this thing. You know, I've been flipping houses a long time. And, and this project is hands down the biggest flip I've ever done. So I just walked the lot and we're gonna be building 138 units in the heart of North Hollywood. Super cool, super modern. On the rooftop, there's gonna be a pool, cabana, chairs. I mean, just an incredible location, an incredible building. And this is Hollywood, man. This is where everybody wants to live. So we got so lucky to find this land because finding land like this in North Hollywood, it's literally impossible. And we got real lucky. We're just taking it over, breaking grounds in a few months. So if you guys want to partner with me and check out this project, guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be a great one. So join me in my biggest ever flip. And it's basically him being like, so excited about this North Hollywood project. Gonna, you're gonna build a bunch of units. It's gonna be like a hundred and something units and there's gonna be a pool. It's gonna be modern. It's gonna be iconic. These are the same like residential projects, right? So people are saying Tarek El Musa and Heather El Musa are the new owners of this apartment building where they are evicting rent controlled tenants where the old landlord hired someone to set fire to the units to sort of like literally smoke them out, okay? It's like complicated and it's gross. Tarek El Musa, after this LA Times reporting went up, calling him like the new owner, releases this statement that is 
if you have to release the statement, you're doing something wrong. That's all I feel. Mm -hmm. So it says, mm -hmm. please let me be clear. Please let me clear something up regarding a new project. I am one of the partners of NoHo138 working on purchasing the Hartsook property in North Hollywood for redevelopment. Even though I am being dragged for false accusations and misconceptions, my intentions are to do good. And I hope that we can focus on the positive and the facts. That sentence there, I hope we can focus on the positive and the facts, leads me to believe that this guy didn't like run anything by like 100%. a publicist 100%. or a lawyer. Because 100%. it's the sloppiest, it's the 100%. sloppiest, sloppiest, sloppiest message I think that anyone would have told him, don't even do this. Notices to tenants were served by the current owner, not me or the partners of NoHo138. I am not evicting anyone. We did not issue the Ellis Act relocation document. See, it's getting into like the laws surrounding eviction in Los Angeles County, right? This goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Meanwhile, the Flipping All Musas just got a renewal for second season. This is probably going to be covered on that, right? <gasps> you know? He's turning this into oh a show. Oh, my God. No, also, right. meanwhile, right. also, meanwhile, right. Heather is apparently not in the new season of Selling Sunset, according to Brie TC, who was talking to people. Because she's in this new show. Because she said, I'm going all in on my husband's exactly. show. I'd rather be known as a flipper. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're going to have 14 affordable units in this place. Like, don't worry about it. And you know what happens when they say that. There is not. They they can get rid of those. Yeah. Yeah. And they make it impossible to like even get those. Like, it's just it just really sucks. And I just like, I don't understand the intricacies of the laws here. And like, what are the solutions to housing? But like, there is something objectively dark-sided, I've been saying dark-sided a lot lately, about the lives and homes of these people falling into the hands of a reality star loser who is only doing it to become more rich and famous. Like, it's so fucked up. Like, it's like, it's like this despicable house flipper guy. It's so yeah. gross. No, I know. It's so gross. It also sucks because it's for a TV show. So mm -hmm. it's like it's not for a TV. Show. It's becoming entertainment. It's right. becoming entertainment. Right. The more I think about it and the more I read about it, the more like it's like the most evil thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> you want like also just my whole thing is like you want some like good attention. You want some real TV magic. Rebuild these apartments and flip them and give them to the people who just lost their house mm -hmm. in a fire. Like, take it from freaking extreme home makeover. Do you know what I mean? No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. who, why haven't we pitched this to Tarek and Heather to do it as charity? Like, everyone thinks you guys are fucking losers. Like, if you did this, it actually might end up being a cool thing. You know, any of these people just lost their houses in a fire that was set by their evil landlord, mm -hmm. you know? Anyway, I meanwhile, this Heather quote about her not being called back is dark. I think that was a lie, by the way. I think Heather literally was like, I'm going all in on the on the El Musa flipping house stuff. And and Netflix said, well, it's we're not you're not really going to be able to do both. So you have to choose one to or choose. go harder on one or whatever. You can be a guest star on his or a guest. You know, you, you can, and then she said, no, I'm only doing it this way. And they didn't call her. And I think that that's what happened. And I think she's trying yeah, to make it seem like right. they didn't call her. There is no way that they didn't call. I'm sorry. She, there's no way that they were like, never mind. She's a great mm -hmm. thing on that show. You know what I mean? She gave a lot of, she was always asking oh, other people to. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what's what's the problem? What's up with you and Brie? Yeah. She was what happened with you saying, and Chelsea? <laughs> what happened with you and? She always was there. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh my God, this is stunning. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> she, this is st- she loved to show up and open a house and say, oh, my God, this is stunning. Yeah, I'm pregnant. I am pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yeah, no, I'm pregnant. Anyway, Tarkal Musa is evil. And I guess, Heather, is not a lot going on upstairs. But, like, I think you're evil by association if, if you choose this. If you choose this life. You can be dumb and evil. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Not everyone's a evil genius or whatever. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Uh, since Barbie, I can't stop saying push. Uh, so I need to know, is Rob Thomas a who are them? She's a them to me. He's probably a who. And is Matchbox 20 a who are them? I think Matchbox 20 is more likely to be a them than Rob Thomas alone. Good form. Well, this is tough because, as you know, famously, there are two Rob Thomases. The other Rob Thomas is way hooier, the Veronica Mars creator. Mm -hmm. But when Veronica Mars was on TV and he was doing all this other stuff on TV and in film, it was more of a question mark. It was more of an Mm -hmm. up in the air. We're talking about Matchbox 20's Rob Thomas, writer and performer of Push. Right. And Push has had a moment in Barbie. So people are like, oh, Matchbox 20. Like, we like we love them. Although it was funny. Did you see him give a quote where he like basically misunderstood the use of the song in the movie like he was like it wasn't it was kind of clear that he didn't really know like that it was supposed to be well like when it was in the movie it's supposed to be like toxic like it's the toxic man's anthem right Mm -hmm. it's like men here push and like go crazy and like you know start wearing fedoras (laughs) whatever (laughs) you know when i got the call for barbie they told me ken's by the fireside he's playing the song and it's his favorite band so I did this thinking I'd be the butt of the joke, and I'm fine with that. I'm pretty thick-skinned. But Julie Greenwald from Atlantic Records came to the Hollywood Bowl a month or two ago. She had just seen the movie and was like, you come out of it loving Ken and loving Push. And I was like, oh, all right, really good. <laughs> well, that's a misunderstanding. Sorry. That's like, right, <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. That's, that's a misunderstanding. Like, you do love Ken, but when Ken's in his Push era in the movie, you're not loving it. Yeah, it's, it's extremely toxic. toxic. <laughs> it's toxic. Anyways, I just thought that was funny because it was like a total misread. So, uh, Rob Thomas, who or them, what do you think? I don't know. I think Rob Thomas, who, Matchbox 20, them. Rob Thomas, who, Matchbox 20, them. Okay. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Because I feel like also Rob Thomas is just sort of like, he doesn't have a very unique, if he had a more of a unique aesthetic, if he had like the Wayne Brady fedora, he doesn't have that. Oh my God, not the Wayne Brady. He doesn't have a unique aesthetic. He kind of, he's giving white guy. He's giving he's giving gen xer that's kind of it i loved reality bites you know like that's what rob thomas is giving and like maybe in the aughts trl era whatever rob thomas i might think differently but you're right he's not really like out there even though i know that matchbox 20 is like a touring band like they are still very much like Mm -hmm. doing stuff you know like i'd see matchbox 20 live i'd be like yeah i'll pay 50 dollars to see matchbox 20 live at some venue in long island absolutely i'd love to see you go see matchbox 20 live I'd love to see you go see Matchbox 20 live. I'd love they're to see you go see. They're they're playing. Oh, they're going. Oh, oh. What are they playing? Oh, we missed. Oh, I missed. I missed I'm, old dates. But they're playing the Hurricane Heroes concert in Fort Myers, Florida in a couple of months. But then they're about to start their Australian tour, which is. Oh, I'm jealous. okay. I'm jealous. I bet they'll do well there. I bet they will do very well there in Australia. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Matchbox 20, them, Rob Thomas, who? Remember when they went from the number 20 to the written out letters oh, 20? Oh, do I? Do I? Huge from like what, first to second album or something? It was like yeah. the third album. Very yeah. huge for the community. Huge for the community. Which community? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> but it was big for them. <laughs> it was really big for them. <laughs> Speaking of Barbenheimer, 
Hi, BLT, uh, medium time, medium time. My question is, is Killian Murphy a who or a them? I watched Oppenheimer, and I can't stop thinking about it. So is he a who or a them? And is he more of a who or a them than Oppenheimer himself? So I guess on a scale of who to, the, who to them, Killian Murphy and J. Robert Oppenheimer, the father of the atomic bomb. Okay, thank you. Crunch, crunch. A lot of questions here. Do you know how I feel about Killian Murphy, you know, um, from Chicago where it's like, the name on everybody's lips is going to be, and I feel like it's Killian Murphy, like for some reason, like it's like, it to, in my mind for some reason, like he's like, finally, like I'm a star. What is Even it, though I know, <laughs> Yeah, like I know that's not his personality and I know I'm like kind of fanficking him or like, you know, get whatever, but I just feel very like, <laughs> I see him like in his house, like scrolling the headlines, being like, "Yes, People Magazine, who is Killian Murphy?" <laughs> like, just... the name on everybody's lips is gonna be Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. It feels like very triumphant for him, you know, weirdly. Because yeah. everyone's like, Killian Murphy and his beautiful blue eyes. Like, his eyes are a meme. Stupid, you know? <laughs> what do you feel like? Sorry, do you feel different? What do I feel like? Uh, no, I feel I feel like that way. Okay. I do think that... You think the name on everybody's lips is Killian Murphy? Well, I do think I would have called Killian Murphy a prestige who, up until Oppenheimer came out, and now I think I I feel comfortable calling him a them. Yeah. Everyone who watches movies could name like roles that he's in where he's incredible, but there's not like kind of a celebrity thing about him really. And now there kind of maybe is. I think that this movie made him a them and I, or at least convinced me that he's a them. Yeah. 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 So Killian Murphy is a them, but is he themier than J. Robert Oppenheimer? I. <laughs> no. No. I think no. Yeah. No. 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 I'm sorry. I had to think. No. Yeah. He's not. Come on. He like made the bomb or whatever do you think yeah he did make the bomb what did killian murphy make red eye yeah no oppenheimer made the bomb everyone's talking about red eye again it's so funny huh remember like because because it's a perfect combination of oh we didn't give this movie enough credit which we did by the way people love to call it underrated from the moment it came out and we oh we never gave rachel mcadams enough credit like she's always been underrated like it's all of these things combined it's Killian, it's the movie itself, it's Rachel McAdams, it's Wes Craven, it's people being insane and making up <laughs> fake histories. We loved that movie when it came out. It wasn't forgotten. It made money and we all liked it. Okay, what is the most underrated um, Killian Murphy role? Because I have one. Um, God, I don't know. I think I think all of his movies, he is very well received in those movies. What I are you going to say? Like Cold Mountain. Fucking, oh, Cold Mountain. He, he's in Cold Mountain? Yeah, he's in Cold Mountain. He plays, he plays a small role, but he's good. I would say other people would be like, "Oh, Batman, The Dark Knight." And he's you so know, scary like in Batman. Yeah, he's, he's so, so scary, scary he's so Batman. good. You know, and then he's like weirdly in Tron. Like he's been in stuff. Like the worst movie he's ever been in was definitely the Justin Timberlake starring film In Time, which I never saw. He, he yeah. runs out of time. Oh, it's so bad. You have to see that movie. Oh, you have yeah, to see that bad. movie. And then what you'd say Sunshine would be like his the like movie that everyone But even Sunshine like, like everyone loves, loves to be like Sunshine's great. Like, I don't know. Maybe Breakfast on Pluto is I think genuinely like underrated. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. 
Okay. He's a them. He's a them. One okay. more call. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, long time, long time. I'm calling because my family is having a insane debate on our group text, but none of them listen to the show, so I can't explain the answers to their debate in terms other than who's and them. But I thought maybe if you explained it, then I could play this call for them and we would stop arguing. We are talking about pretzels, and they don't realize that they're asking me to categorize the pretzels from who to them, but that is what they're asking me to do. So I'm, I'm going to ask you to do it. So we have soft pretzels, hard pretzel twists, those little bite-sized crunchies, pretzel rods, pretzel sticks, and then maybe like Auntie Anne's is like a separate category of pretzel because they're sweet. Um, I don't know if you've ever done pretzels from Who to Them before, but if you haven't, please do so that I can send this audio to my family and maybe they'll understand why I keep saying that pretzel sticks are them. Crunch, crunch, literally. Soft pretzels, the hot ones. Crispy pretzels, like a standard Snyder's, the crispy ones that are like they, the pretzel shape, yeah. but they're small. Then yeah. the rods, the small rods. Okay. Then the sticks, the ones that come in the bucket, the big, long sticks. How are rods different than sticks, but okay. Because the rods are the short ones that are like two inches long. Okay. I'm going to say those four. Wait, there's no other types? Well, she said Auntie Anne's because they're sweeter. I'm going to put those in the soft category. Well, I feel like so you need soft pretzel at a baseball game and then soft yeah, pretzel at a exactly. mall. But soft pretzel basically is going to be salty and soft pretzel at a mall could be sweet. So I'm going to say mall and baseball. Yes. Okay. So I think the number one themiest pretzel is soft baseball. Yeah. The savory soft. Yeah. Yes. I think and then I close second is like the small, crunchy, pretzel-shaped pretzels. Like a standard bag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. I would say after that comes the maybe pretzel sweet. Yeah. I think the only thing I'm certain of Mall is that the, the hooiest one is the one that's the stick that's in the bucket. Well, those are impossible to eat because they really hurt your teeth. Then I would say the small rods or whatever. Yeah, I don't the really small eat rods. those very often. And then I would say the big rods. So we go baseball, crispy, <laughs> mall, rods, sticks. Yep. That's it. Tell your family. But then you know what's last? Pretzel, the pretzel bun. Remember that that craze, the pretzel bun? I do love pretzel buns. I, w I don't even put them here because I call that just bread. I just call that bread. I don't think that counts. But okay, come I on. Love pretzel pretzel. Bun. I love pretzel buns. Do you? Oh, I love pretzel buns. Okay. They're just like bun, but like saltier, right? Made with They're made with like lye too or something. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I'm always like, oh, I could make pretzel buns at home. And it's like, first buy lye. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Lye. Well, people and then make people pretzels like, at home and they oh, love it. Oh, you can make it at home and you, and you don't have to buy lye. You can do like a a soak with something else and i'm like i'm not gonna do it unless it's lie and i'm just not gonna do lie so i'm not gonna do it i'm just gonna buy them okay imagine me working with lie like I'd no burn I'd, myself. But i would love you not to work with lie. you you're barely doing a shallow fry i don't think we need you to work with lie <laughs> no let me tell you something i'm confident enough in my abilities that i know i could slay but i'm not getting lie all over the house the cats would eat it i would take them to the vet it'd be a disaster it would be such stop, a disaster please stop <laughs> sorry i'm just now like i'm having a full like i'm having like a raven's home type like vision of the cats all getting like into the lie okay go ahead sorry no you'd see me like you'd find me at like woodhole what are you doing at woodhole well <laughs> what's woodhole oh is that a cat the hospital. place oh the okay <laughs> woodhole oh with the cats oh you uh, would be in the hospital. no i'd okay. be at woodhole okay great too much lie so Thank you. Send this to your family. Hopefully they understand it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. Keep calling in at 619 Who Then. Believe questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. We'll see you on Tuesday with another episode of the main show. See us in Dallas. See us in Austin. See us in Austin again. And buy tickets to our shows at whoweekly.us. Woo!
We'll see you later. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our reader theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Bye. See ya. Bye. Killian Murphy. It's time for English language learning with Bobby Finger. Repeat the following sentence. I bought the hookah at the bodega. I bought the hookah at the bodega. You guys don't have tour marks that says showing hole. I'm going to be pissed. Hi, BLT, long time, long time. Um, this message is for Timmy. I have recently gotten my girlfriend very into Who Weekly, um, and she's now hyper-fixating on it, and specifically hyper-fixating on Timmy as a person and concept. I just want you to know she's been fully Timmy-pilled. You have a huge fan, and if you want to come to the Chicago live show, she was really upset that you weren't going to be there. Crunch, crunch. Tell me why I was ripped out of my slumber last night because I had to make sure that the Tanache tickets that I bought for November didn't conflict with your Palladium show. Thankfully, I can go to both. See you in November. Please tell Bobby to stop talking about how male celebrities use the chicken breast to bulk up because I can't, I'm eating a lot of chicken breast to bulk up, and every time I look at my chicken breast, I think about I think about that. I think about anyway. I learned this from you, Bobby. I learned this from you, not from Chris Chris Hemsworth. Uh, crunch, crunch. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. So I just went to Maine, and I was there for about three days, and I met five different people named Olivia. And my name's Olivia. I'm not the Olivia that always calls in and says, hi, it's Olivia, but I do call in all the time. Um, I also go more by Liz. But also there's so many famous Olivias, Olivia Culpo, Olivia Rodrigo, Olivia Munn, Olivia, the one who dated Harry Styles, um, Wild. Um, I don't know. There's so many Olivias. Is Olivia becoming a Demi name? And then, like, what are the who's and them's of names? Like, I feel like... Like, is it kind of, I feel like Olivia might be the Jennifer of my generation in that, like, every girl is suddenly named Olivia, but then it dies out like you never see people named Jennifer now being born. Like, you never meet a five-year-old named Jennifer. Would it? Would a Demi name be, like, Mary or, like, Elizabeth? Like, those Anglo-Saxon names used for, like, religious people and people's power or... Or is Jennifer and or are Jennifer and Olivia that mean names? Or maybe they're who? Um, anyway, just really have to know. Um, showing whole crunch crunch, me and Greece, Godspeed, Bella Hadid, good form Bella Thorne, okay, crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> this is literally too dumb. I had to call. Um, but I'm listening to a podcast and they've each talked about <laughs> Their various nieces, and I've been thinking about how, oh my god, like talking about your niece is like so themmy now, but talking about your nephew, <laughs> talking about your nephew is like so hooey. 
Um, like, obviously, talking about, like, your grandmother, your grandpa, like, those are still Demi. I don't think those are ever going to not be Demi, but, like, (laughs) but talking about your nephew, I think, is the hooviest one. It's so insane. I maybe need to get sent to jail. Um, anyway, uh, love you guys. Showing whole, no, belonging balloons, that MacBook. Bye.